0: Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning.
1: And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time.
0: Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 18, where we're discussing Deus Ex Machina, from season one of Lost. (laughs) Lost.
2: See,
1: what the hell is so funny? Is that the plane you saw? As best I can tell. You really saw it. Yeah. I really saw it. How long do you think it's been there?
2: doesn't matter. What's important is that we found it. What's important is what's inside it. What is inside of it, John? You're going to have to climb up there for us and find
0: out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I am Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing... Deuce Ex Machina from season one of Lost, a Locke-centric episode. And why don't you kick us off if you're ready to, Anton?
1: Okay, well, here's what I got at first. Um, I seen, opening scene, I see Locke teaching another boy another game. You know, it's (laughs) kind of... I totally didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, it's like he in this one he said, actually, this happened to be my brother and I's favorite game. Yeah. You know, and it sounded very similar to what he was talking to Walt about. Uh-huh. But this one happened to be Mousetrap, right? Which I thought was kind of interesting too. That this game had to do with about trapping and, and yeah. you know, and setting things up. And
0: see, now when I was watching this episode and I was making my notes, I was I wanted so bad to like take the time and analyze the comments he was making uh-huh. about you know setting up the traps for your opponents and yeah, try to figure out how it applies to his character. But I got lazy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it, but yeah, yeah. it was like. He was talking about it in a way like it really applied to what was yeah. going on in the island it's, now. Yeah, it's, like he was responsible for trying to trap these people. Yeah.
1: I did. I thought it was kind of a, a little weird moment yeah. just but once again, like I said, just kind of odd that a lot of his like conversation that seemed to be deeper than just uh some game is was going on with these kids, you right. know.
0: Yeah. And we see obviously um, you know, an odd woman uh, yeah. who turns out to be his mother, you mm-hmm. know, following him around the store. He finally catches up to her and they decide to go and talk. And we find out that Locke was raised, you know, in several foster homes, which yeah. we knew before, you know, as he was growing up. Um, she has been hunting him down to tell him that, that he's very special. Very special. Yeah. And um, that he is part of a design and that them meeting is a sign of things to come. Great, yeah. great things. Yeah. And um, she also says he doesn't have a fodder that he, that he was immaculately conceived. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. um, you know, what do we trust about what she said, you know, and what can we really just ignore as, you know, kind of the ramblings of a crazy person?
1: You know, what I what I initially just kind of, well, for one, the she seemed fairly normal, especially when she was talking about him being special mm-hmm. and great things to come for him and things like right. that. That seemed very... Legitimate. Yeah, we, we could agree with that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then it just took like a complete right hand turn when she yeah. started saying, Oh, well, don't you get it? you you're yeah, you see yeah, it. you don't have a father. Follow- <laughs> you know. I was like, Okay, now she's a loony yeah. bin, you know,
0: yeah. I think I do agree, he's special, definitely, and he's yeah. part of an important design, but you know, I don't think he was born of a virgin, you know. No, so the next mystery I had, um, Locke and Boone continued to try and get into this hatch, you know, this box mm-hmm. in the ground. Um, Locke gets a piece of metal stuck in his leg, but can't feel it. Yeah. it's To me, it's almost as if the island is allowing his legs to function. Yeah, like, yeah I think but, it but is. But not in a true sense, almost as if it's temporary. Yeah, yeah. Like it's giving him the ability to walk temporarily to accomplish its purposes through him.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the they built a trebuchet or, uh-huh. you know, however you say that, to break the spaceship box, whatever. And yeah, they, you know. <laughs> and it's like first off that trebuchet yeah. that, they, that they built looked very similar to the mousetrap thing that oh, you, know, yeah. you know the the little tower and it would fall you know and uh-huh. and i and i just thought it looked very similar to that game what yeah. he was is like yeah, a live version yeah. of that and yeah. um but then then when it falls apart and doesn't mess with that box in the floor right. uh, it doesn't even touch it there is a piece of metal sticking out of lock's leg right and boone noticed it and but Locke has no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, you know, kind of like. Right. And he looks at it, and he kind of didn't startles him because it's stuck through his leg, you right. know. But it was so strange to me because he had no, like, he had no feeling. And he later he tests that with a little needle. Right. And some, like, hot coals, right. you know.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he still has no feeling in his leg. So, I guess, technically, he's he's really still paralyzed. Yeah. He can walk, but, like, he has no nothing else you know no other use for his legs other than that right now yeah so you know he and boone are having a conversation about how to get into the hatch and you know boone says you know what if your next plan doesn't work you know to which Locke responds then the island will tell us what to do yeah and i think this is the first time we really have a sense of Locke telling someone else that there's something special about the island there's something special about their circumstances yeah and that they're not just crashed on an island. Right. That this is a special place.
1: Yeah, he's definitely bringing up, like, more things about the other people you know, mm-hmm. from the, uh, the previous episode, and he's bringing up things about this island that he kind of almost speaks like it should be assumed and known by everybody. He says them out of context, like, yeah, the, lo- the island tells something. and, yeah. He, and like, like, every, like what? Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? But, yeah, yeah. he acts <laughs> like everybody should know what's going on. Yeah. So
0: And what's weird is Boone didn't really seem that surprised by it either. No, no. So, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying that Boone understands it, but it's no. like, to me, there should have been a stronger, like, you know, what the heck are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I would have definitely called him on it. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> island? Sure, okay. I'm out of here, Tarzan.
0: So, uh, later on, he and Boone are arguing about whether or not it's worthwhile to continue trying to open up the, the hatch. You know, Locke makes a couple of comments about how they're supposed to get into the hatch and that mm-hmm. the island will give them a sign and that their faith is being tested. right. Just as Boone says, you know, what kind of sign will the island send us? Locke has a strange vision. Yeah. You know, in which he, you know, he says he sees a small prop plane crash into the jungle. His mother standing in the jungle pointing towards the sky and a bloody Boone staring into the sky. Mm -hmm. Saying Teresa falls up the stairs. Teresa Teresa falls falls down down the the stairs. stairs. He also, for a moment, you know, is back in the wheelchair. Yeah. And pleads with the island, don't take it back. Yeah. Um, he wakes up from the vision. Apparently, the whole conversation with Boone was part of that vision. Yeah. I mean, I get the idea that that entire scene we just saw with him and Boone was part of that vision.
1: The earlier scene?
0: Yeah, with Boone arguing with them about... Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I think, I I think, think they were asleep, and that's I when agree. all that took place. Yeah, I agree. So, um, you know, with this new direction from the island in mind, they set off for the next step. You know, Boone is reluctant at, reluctant at first, but, you know, once he learns that Locke knows something about his past, you know, he tells Boone about his, you know, Teresa. Yeah. Says, Who's Teresa? Right. So Boone's on board then. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely intrigued. Um, you know, that there's no other way for him to know. There's no way for him to know that story. Right. About Teresa, so Boone agrees. Yeah
1: yeah I got that and i and I'm sitting there, and I'm wondering like first off, who this trees person was, and plus, I'm wondering like what Boom must have been thinking when Lot brought that up. Mm-hmm. um I also noticed that at this point because he convinces him to go, but he pulls out a compass and he kind of looks at it and i'm thought I thought, well, he had said a few episodes ago that he didn't <laughs> need it any longer, yeah, you know, but he pulls out the scene kind of looks at it and then puts it back in his pocket, he walks away and i and, I, and then soon after that, they find what they Think at first as a dead priest, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I was when I was looking, I was thinking about all how Boone m- must have been falling behind this guy, and and thinking who 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 is this guy? You know, and then they come up on this dead guy. I'm sure, I'm sure they probably both were freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then they find the plane right. that you know that that Locke's talking about. And yep. I, I I was sitting there thinking from Boone's perspective, either I'd be freaked out out of my mind. Or I'd be convinced at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because this, I mean, he just told me that the island had given him this dream, or he had this dream, and it was so real, and he saw this, and mm-hmm. here it is in front of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to that a little bit later, too. I had some notes on that as well. Um, but The thing I had was, you know, a character bit here. You uh-huh. know, Locke's talking to the private investigator. Oh, yeah. And he finds out that the woman, Emily, you know, is truly his mother, mm-hmm. and she was institutionalized for sch- or schizophrenia. Um, he also gets some information on his father, you know, after being warned that connecting with his father probably won't be the happy and joyful situation he's hoping for. Um, you know, his father's name is Anthony Cooper and he appears uh, to be a wealthy man. Um, he says he didn't even know Locke existed until a year after he was born. Yeah. Uh, that Emily had told him that she wasn't going to have the baby at all and that she was going to put him up for adoption. Uh, We find out that Locke um, has no other family other than his mother and father. Uh, They make plans to get together and go hunting. Anthony seems interested in forming a relationship Mm -hmm. with Locke.
1: Yeah, I thought it was... Locke, like, came alive in front of his father. He was so Uh excited to have this connection.
0: Yeah, it's like he really had a purpose all of a sudden. And, like, there was all more meaning in his life all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and um, I was... It was some good it was some very good scenes and, and we we see later that his father needs this kidney transplant. Right. You know. Uh so uh and it kinda puts you know, Locke in a, a compromising position where either he, you know, let's his, watch his father mm-hmm. that he just now has become to love and really get to know. Right. Uh or or die or actually a hit step in a help right you know yeah
0: i'll recap this for a little bit for those who you know maybe have been watching the show for a long time and haven't seen this episode in quite some time you know lock shows up early for their their, mm-hmm. their little date yeah which <laughs> i think was rigged yeah i yeah. do too. like I
1: th- oh i told you 12 yeah, yeah there's
0: yeah i think he definitely wanted lock to walk in yeah. and see him you know on the kidney dialysis machine right uh we find out that they're you know he needs a kidney transplant um they continue to bond with one another and over time for, you know, a relationship. Um, Locke eventually decides to donate one of his kidneys to his father. Mm-hmm. After the surgery, Locke wakes up and, you know, Anthony is gone. Um, it was all part of a plot to lure John in, create a relationship and convince him to donate his kidney. Um, <laughs> what's it's not awful. clear to me. What's not clear to me is whether or not Anthony Cooper was really Locke's father to begin with.
1: Yeah. I you mean, you know, that's a good point. I, I didn't think of that.
0: When he wakes up, he asks the nurse, you know, where's my, or where's my father? To which she responds, who? Yeah. And says she didn't know he was his father. Yeah. Which you think in
1: medical, in the medical world, they would need to know that information.
0: Yeah. But I mean, and then Locke's mother shows up and says it was his idea that, you know, she needed some money and that Anthony always has been been willing to help her and has been good like that. Um, But she does say your father's always been. Generous, Yeah. And then she explains, you know, how he was, you know, conning Locke so it would be his idea to donate his kidney.
1: Right. He he did say that. Mm -hmm. It had to be his idea in order for him to go through with it.
0: Right. And, you know, Anthony told Emily where she could find Locke to begin with and orchestrated the whole plan. So I guess it probably was really his father. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise it isn't like Anthony's going to pick some random guy, right? And know enough about Locke to know his weaknesses, you know, yeah. to be able to exploit them to get him to, to convince him to give up his kidney. So well, yeah,
1: what I didn't really get though is that Anthony spoke as if he didn't know Locke's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, he said you're going to ha- he's let it, let it be his idea. So he'll follow exactly. through. But I'm thinking, yeah. he has never had anything to do with him. At this right. point, Locke didn't even know, before that, didn't even know he had a father. So how did True. Anthony have this insight to?
0: Well, to me, the fact that Anthony knew where he was in the first place suggests that he's been keeping tabs on him. Yeah,
1: so maybe he's been, you know, kind of, since he maybe since he's been sick, right. went out and kind of watched him. Right. You know?
0: Yeah, but his, his father is definitely something of a con man, <sighs> uh, knows what to, you know, do to convince Locke to give up. You know, yeah. his kidney.
1: he even says that right, you know, before the surgery scene, he t- calls Locke's son. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, that's just a punch in the face. I know. You know, yeah,
0: he's definitely a cold, cold. Oh. I mean, it's cold enough that he took the guy's kidney, but it's even worse that he manipulated this huge drawn out plan yeah. to, to orchestrate the events to make it happen. Yeah, definitely. So I have another mystery here. Um, while hiking through the jungle, Locke and Boone, you know, find the dead body of of a Nigerian priest, like you said, who happens to have a gun along with his body. Right. Uh, He's been there for a couple of years and we find out later that, you know, assuming he was on that plane, which I I guess he was that, you know, he was one of these drug smugglers. Sure. Yeah. So to me, it's weird that we've got another group of people who were crashed on this island. Yeah. Yet another group. Yeah, I know. Who was, you know, we don't know how they got there, why they are there, if they just crashed or if something pulled them something, to the island. Something too. brought them there. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting.
1: Well, you it's know, interesting is everybody's dead that's came to the island except for Danielle. Right. The only survivor of, you know, re, of the, later than them, you know. Uh-huh. Everybody else has died, I mean. Right. Uh, uh, that we know of.
0: Yeah, do you think, I was wondering too, do you think that the people that were in that plane, the drug smugglers, died in the crash? Or do you think they had some time where they were maybe alive like these survivors are?
1: Well, I'm trying to remember the scene. There was only there was only one mm-hmm. body.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. But there wasn't any bodies in the plane or anything? No. Okay, I didn't notice so that.
1: So I'm assuming that there, and plus, I, I assume the priest or the guy may dress up like a priest mm-hmm. died in the plane crash. So he's stuck in the trees. Right. And it just makes sense. It was right out right by the plane close to the plane. He's stuck mm-hmm. in the trees. Also, you know, if there happens to be anybody else that was with them, uh, it would make sense to me because not too many people that would be going uh, in my thoughts, they would be alone, you mm-hmm. know, flying these drug, you know, yeah, missions or whatever. So, right. it, it, I thought about that. I was like, "Where?" I assumed when when Boone climbed up in there, he was going to find a body. Right. But there was no but body. There was nothing. Yeah. Other you than know the drugs. And I don't think that the people in the cave were the same group. Mm-hmm. I assumed that they were different. Sure. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so I don't know. that's kind of a mystery for me still. Yeah, I have okay. no idea.
0: Yeah, we'll come back to that as as we learn more about it. So I have another mystery here. Um, as Locke and Boone make their way through the jungle, you know, his ability to walk seems to disappear. Oh, yeah. Um, Boone is worried about him and, you know, says he needs to take him back to the beach so Jack can have a look at him, (laughs) to which Locke responds, you know, Jack wouldn't have the first idea about what's wrong with me. Yeah. You know, obviously hinting at the supernatural element of, Mm -hmm. you know, his ability to walk in the first place. Um, But he finally collapses and ends up telling Boone that, you know, he was in a wheelchair before the crash. Um, He says this island... It changed me and made me whole and now it's trying to take it back and I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. Um it wants him to follow what he saw in his vision. Um, that there's something out there in the jungle and they were meant to find it. You know, find out um oh wait, a minute, what is it here? That they were meant to find um
1: Whatever they were meant to find was going to Yeah, help them help get, get into them, the hatch. Had right. Them in the hatch and also help help him with I think his legs too, he assumed.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And as they're talking, Locke looks up and sees the, you know, the plane yeah. from his vision that he saw crash uh, hanging in the tree canopy. Um, he tells Boone that you know, what they're looking for is inside of the plane, yeah. uh, of that plane, and Boone is going to have to climb up and find out what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Boone does this, uh, yes. w- which he gets in there. And, he, and what I found interesting, when he gets in there, he finds these you know, little statues, mm-hmm. religious statues, full of heroin. Right. Okay, the only religious character we have so far on the island is Charlie, mm-hmm. and Charlie was addicted to heroin. Yeah. You know, and I there was to me it was too close of a parallel there. You There's know? A,
0: that's a huge coincidence, you know, Charlie being a Catholic guy and yeah. being addicted to heroin, and then we find these statues plane of Mary full filled with of heroin. Them.
1: You know, I'm like, oh, my uh-huh. gosh, please, Charlie, don't go find the plane.
0: It's kind of like, you know, Locke and Boone discover, like, the upcoming test that yeah, the island exactly. is going to give to charlie
1: yeah no i was like if charlie walks up on that i mean what that's huge you know yeah. i mean he'll be faced with his a nightmare you know uh-huh.
0: yeah that's that's a great point
1: so uh yeah so boone's in this plane and yeah uh, it starts to shift and uh and I, what i've picked up there is that Locke yelled at him to get out of the plane uh-huh. you know because uh, uh, initially you know, as I saw when I saw Boone bloody, and I saw him up in in, in the in the vision, mm-hmm. I assumed that it was going to happen at that moment. Right. But I also assumed that I thought more Boone wouldn't say much like it's going to happen. You know, just yeah. But he did try to you know keep it from happening. But Boone actually got some transmission a little bit on the radio. Right. Which mm-hmm. was kind of crazy to me. This plane's been stuck there for. Who knows how long. Right. But yet the radio works long enough just to keep him in the plane long enough that he falls and yep. he gets m- messed up.
0: Yeah, as Boone's in the plane having a look around, you know, Locke's ability to walk starts to return. Yeah, it does. His legs started to get stronger. Um, you know, inside of the plane, Boone finds statues of Mary filled with heroin, like mm-hmm. we said. It was a drug smuggler's plane from Nigeria. Um, Locke has trouble understanding what this, you know, sign from the island has to do with the, you know, the hatch and what he's supposed to take away from the situation that applies to that hatch. And uh, Boone continues to have a look around the plane and eventually, you know, tries the radio out. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, the plane begins to move around and, you know, comes loose. And just then he can hear someone talking on the other end of the radio. Yeah. And he tells the people on the other end that they're the survivors of the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Uh, just then, the plane falls to the ground. Um, Locke rushes to save him from the wreckage, you know, now fully able to walk yeah. and even carry Boone exactly. on his back all the way back to Jack. Right.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a crazy scene. Uh, I did think, though, going back to the radio, it sounded like they almost, to me, they they copied a little bit what he had said.
0: Right, he said, um, you know, we're the survivors of Oceanic Flight 815, and we don't hear anything, and we hear 8-15 at the end. Exactly. That's pretty much the only thing we hear them say. Yeah. They heard him. Yeah. So we know whoever was on the other end of that radio knows that they're crashed. Exactly. And so, I mean, that might help the rescuers come. Right. Or, or something. You would think that they would get the word out to someone or be able to find out where the source was of the, right. of the radio call. But who knows?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I had a character bid here if you didn't have anything else about that. No, no, I don't. Um, You know, through Locke's vision, we find out that Boone had a nanny named Teresa. Yeah. Um, He would call her on the intercom over and over and over all day and, you know, making her go up and down the stairs to wait on him. Uh, One time she tripped and fell down the stairs, breaking her neck Mm -hmm. uh, when Boone was six years old. Yep. So we can definitely keep that in the back of our minds as we learn more about Boone and the way he responds to the situations that come up on the island.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: And so, um, back to the the whole Locke and Boone story, you know, Boone um is taken back to Jack by Locke. Yeah. He tell or Jack <laughs> Locke tells Jack that there was an accident and that uh-huh. Boone fell off a cliff and a few moments later Jack or Locke is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes off.
0: Yeah. And I thought that was really weird. I mean I couldn't quite figure out why, but I thought about it for a while, and it makes sense. You know, the whole po- reason Locke was there in the first place at that plane was to figure out how to get into that hatch. Yeah, uh-huh. And, of course, you know, we see, um, you know, Locke was off to that hatch at the moment he dropped Boone Immediately. off. And it's like, you know, yeah, sorry about your luck, Boone, Yeah. But I've got bigger fish to fry here. Yeah, no <laughs> so- kidding. Not so, very honest, mean, that's his buddy, you know? Yeah. yeah, this I mean it was really odd to me. Like it doesn't make sense to me why he went off that fast. Nobody, like he has definitely
1: been definitely a dead characteristic there. Got yeah. what he needed, yeah, and yeah took exactly. off. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: And you know, Boone. you know, Locke being kind of this father figure to Boone for yeah. the last, you know, week, I guess it would be yeah. in the show. But um, you know, he's been like um Kind of, um, oh, what's the word? Like a mentor to Boone. Yeah, and Boone has been like his right hand man and mm-hmm. helping him with everything that he's been doing. Yep. and he drops him off and he's gone.
1: Yeah, that's what I'd say. It's very, it's very similar to the story with his father. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't. Everybody else had a redemption type story. You know, right. they get to face this thing and do it over again and choose the right way. Uh-huh. Well, it seemed like Locke gets to face this in a way and but yeah he chooses the way that seems uh-huh. very wrong.
0: Well we now this is this episode where the last scene is him at the hatch, right? Yeah. Okay. So this was my general thought on the episode. Okay. You know, Locke was betrayed by both his father and the island mm-hmm. in this episode. He gave them both what they wanted, you know, boon to the island and his kidney to his father. Yeah. And they both made him regret it. You know, yeah. his father left completely. The island, you know, appears, you know, like Boone is in big trouble. Yeah. Um, I love the last scene where he's standing, you know, at the gate of Anthony's house. Yeah. Um, and the security cameras, you know, moves over. So, you know, so we can assume Anthony's watching him yeah. as he talks. And he says, I know you're watching me and you can't do this. Um, yeah. It's not only his response at that time, but it also, you know, it also replies to his response to the Island Mm -hmm. and the present time. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's response to the Island and, and how it has betrayed him by injuring Boone. Yeah. You know, despite him giving it what he, what it wanted. And back in the jungle, you know, at the hatch, he's upset with the Island and pleading, asking why the Island has done this to him. And just at that moment, a light comes on from the other side of the hatch. Mm. The Island has given him an answer.
1: Yeah yep and it's you know in this episode we find out that boons you know with something tragedy happened to him when he was mm-hmm. uh, six years old well i thought it was it's kind of funny because my son six years, six years old as well mm-hmm. and um he said that he made a big you know revelation to his because he just he kind of watches these and uh, pr- call me a bad parent whatever but uh <laughs> he watched these as we watched them and they're he's like so in you know, intrigued by it. and he says i think that the that the um Eitler the box, one uh, at Boone dead, mm-hmm. and I was <laughs> like, well, "I think you're right." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: it really does look like you know the island is playing this game with Locke, and it's like, "I'm going to show you something amazing." Yeah, but I require a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, really jacked up Boone in order to even get a light to come on. But right. you know, he's sitting over top of that that box, and he's looking down into what seems like a glass. The glass, so he's seen, gets to see a second time. Locke sees something, mm-hmm. saw something in the, the monster's face or whatever, right? And now he gets this light turned on and he's seeing down into this thing and he's mm-hmm. trying to get in. You know, you it's a mystery of what he's actually seeing, right? You know, it's like, yeah,
0: but to me, it's like, you know, we know he's gonna get into that hatch now, yeah, the island is gonna allow him to get into it,
1: yeah. Where's it go,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we need to find out, yeah, time, yeah. Well, anything else from the episode at
1: all? No, it was definitely a, a eerie and and mm-hmm. messed up episode, yeah, but this, it was really, I thought it was good, though.
0: This episode gives me chills every time yeah, when good. that light comes on at the end. It's just <laughs> yeah. crazy. So, yeah. And it's just a powerful scene. You know, Locke, those two scenes are cutting back and forth between Locke at the hatch and Locke at Anthony's gate. Yeah. And the situations are so similar. He's so mm-hmm. betrayed. Yeah. And it's like cuts back and forth and they're perfect you know that both of them are at the exact same pitch at the time and and it's just a a great great episode yeah well everyone thank you so much for listening we'll be having another episode on friday which will be do no harm from season one of lost a jack centric episode a really great episode where we find out more about jack's history and past and his marriage but until then you guys have a great day and we will talk to you later Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.